Welcome to a talk from St. Saviour's Sunbury. We hope you are really blessed by hearing it. Morning. Morning. <laughs> okay, so today I want to talk about relevance. Um, and it's when we think about relevance as Christians, it can very quickly become a heated debate. It's one that travels across culture and time and is woven into our very theology. So if we take the Bible, for example, we begin to hear phrases like, well, why is the Bible still relevant in the 21st century? And even, why should I read the Bible? Now, all, while all of these questions are brilliant for, say, an apologetics conference, or perhaps the dinner table after you finish arguing about Brexit, I wonder if they really answer the question of what is our relevance. And the truth is, is that the verse we've just spoken says it all. And there aren't many verses that I have found anyway which are so blunt in what they say. For example, I know that when I first read Jesus cursing the fig tree, I was quite happy that the Son of God hated fruit as much as I did. <laughs> but perhaps the reason why Paul writes like this is because the idea is so pivotally important to our lives as Christians. Paul states, all scripture is God-breathed. Our relevance as Christians in society is often measured by their understanding of what the Bible means. It is unpicked, it is judged, and it is scrutinized, so perhaps we should begin there. Now to start, relevance means closely connected. It is the notion of one main idea leading into another. For example, if I told you that I love to eat cake, that would be your main idea. And then if that made you think of how many calories I might consume while eating this piece of cake, that would be the secondary idea. That would be relevant. It would also be the best way to end our conversation. <laughs> so now relevance is one idea morphing into another. Then we have to ask ourselves, what is this main idea? What is this main focus? And as Christians sitting in the church, we have a habit of saying, Jesus, he's the most important. But let's be honest, in our day-to-day -day lives, is that really true? I want to show you an example of what I think relevance means to us. Have we got it? Yes. So if we see here that the pivotal point is the main circle, this is our main idea, and you'll notice how it is us. And I think this is because we live in a me culture, one that is bound by our own desires and our own self-worth. We created fast food, for convenience, of course, but at the detriment of the environment. We buy cheap clothes because they're cheap, at the detriment of the workers who made them. These are all examples of what happens when we forget we are not the only ones living in the world. And the consumerism that we are enthralled in and that we are battling with in our day-to-day -day lives is hardwired into us. It causes us to look inwards rather than outwards to God, causing us to obsess over what we think we need and what we think is important to us rather than look to God. This lifestyle is part of our culture and it's hard to escape its pitfalls when it's all around you which means often we find ourselves bringing it into the way we read our Bibles. Um, I want to tell you a story. A couple of years ago now, we left to go to the church weekend away. 
Um, and as it happened, that, that was the same week that my grandma died. So that had been probably one of the hardest weeks as, say, an 11 or 12-year-old that I'd had to face. That was the first time that I'd really had to deal with any sort of grief. But I went along to the kids' groups anyway, and one of the topics, one of the sermons that was talked about was how the Bible is useful for what God wants to speak to you about. And so one thing that someone talked about was they were saying that whenever they picked up the Bible, if they were in need, that sometimes the first page they opened it to, God would have that verse ready for them. In whatever situation they were dealing with, God would have something for them. And being in probably the worst state of mind, I took that very literally. And so I picked up my Bible and I sat there for an hour opening and closing it to see if God had something for me, almost as a test. The reason I did this was because of my own fears. Because I wanted a solution to my problem. I had forgotten what it meant to be a child of the living God. It meant I could lean on him for support in my worst times, but I had to go through him first. I had to stand and ask God for help because of the relationship I had with him and not pick up my Bible and try to find what I thought was going to fix things through my own strength. I put myself first. The Bible is relevant because it is of God, because he comes first, not us, because he is the main idea, he is the main focus, not us. And when we read the Bible, as, to, as Paul says, it is a tool, it is a tool for teaching, for rebuking, for correcting, and for training in righteousness. Now, I'm 14, and I've been at school since I was four, and will likely stay in school until I'm at least 18. That means that my educational journey has taken up the majority of my young life. Reading and following the instructions of the Bible is the same. It's about building ourselves as followers of God, based on his truth alone. Not reading it because we know we have to, or because we want something in our times of need without looking to him first. Reading the Bible is a lifestyle with God as the main idea. Now, if you're reading the NIV version of this verse, you'll notice that Timothy says that we read so that the servant of God may be thoroughly equipped for every good work. The translation here does not say man, it does not say child or daughter of God. It says servant. And I think that's exactly how we must approach reading our Bibles. With servant hearts. Allowing our wants and desires when reading God's word to fall away in search of the truth. We must make ourselves the secondary focus. Because when we give God the steering wheel and allow him full reign in our lives, that's when things get interesting. That's when the fun starts. The Bible is relevant not because of its age, or its cultural status, or its theological importance. It is relevant very simply because it is of God. 
And when we read the Bible and we worship God with our hearts fixed on ourselves and on our own issues, the relevance of what we are doing and what we have come into this place to do is lost. When we read his word, we must look outwardly to him. It is then that we are able to read the word of God and allow it to transform us. That's when it becomes a lifestyle change. And the new year is time for change anyway, so perhaps this is one that we could adopt and keep. God at the center of what we do and who we are should not be revolutionary, but it is. And that is where our relevance comes. Reading the good news with God in the middle and at the center makes it good news. It becomes a powerful, liberating, and transformative force that is relevant across the ages, across geography, and into our hearts. If relevance is one idea morphing into another, let's make God the main idea so that he can shape us as we read and shape others through our faith. Thank you. For more information, please go to www.stsaviorsunbury.org.uk.